0: Welcome to From the Back Tees, a podcast where we tee it up from the back every week.
1: Next up, Lou Jerry and Pinsir Zach.
2: That was so much
3: easier than cutting. I should just try to get the ball in one shot every time.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the From the Back Tees podcast, a podcast that is still and always from the back tees, and a bigger part of a new website that is from the Stadium.com. I'm your host, Jerry Liu, and with me as always is Zach Pencer. Zach, how you doing today, buddy?
0: Yo, know, I'm doing pretty good, and uh, our guy, Nolan, he's gone a bit MIA. Hopefully, he joins us soon. So, uh, we also got a big guest today, for those who have been fans since the beginning we have our first guest that we ever had on, PGA Tour Caddy, Lorcan Morris. How's it going, Lorcan? Lorcan, so get
1: your ass in here! Yeah.
3: It's good to be back with you guys. I, I really enjoy talking with you fellas. Oh, yeah. Last time we had a homeless guy knock on your window, so hopefully... And there's not going to be, be homeless people here. We had a big security fence around my property right here in North oh, Carolina. Perfect.
1: I can see it. You're, you're yeah. by your pool. So evidently, you heard and saw Ryan Armour's wife by the pool, um, and so you, you—I guess—you tried to up the ante or or, or call, uh, call the raise.
3: Yeah, well, I tried to gingerly suggest that my wife participate tonight, but that was met with a, a roadblock. So, <laughs> okay, well, at, at, least, at,
1: at least you tried gingerly. I mean, that's that's. The, she that's has
3: red hair, so kind of that's kind of a play on her hair too. <laughs> <laughs> really it's like a green screen behind you because
0: it's so dark oh
3: god yeah it's it's beautiful out here man i'm 40 minutes west of charlotte north carolina in um in boiling springs and it's it's great out here it's actually spent um, most of this week with my little boy watching the space station every night and then um i think two nights ago saturday night two nights ago um tuesday night i think it was there was a like a red moon or something or that sounds delicious super moon it was awesome. So yeah, we got to see a lot of good stuff out here.
1: That's cool. So I mean, uh, um, I mean, have you been? How how long have you been uh, in North Carolina right now? In said location. Well,
3: with well, Kimberly and I bought this house in uh, three years ago. So we've been here for three years. But we've okay. been in North Car- being in North Carolina total. Actually, last Monday, I'm ashamed to say this. Well, not really ashamed to say it. I don't know. I feel awkward saying it. I've been in America longer than I was in Ireland. So last Monday was, I've been here for 19 years. Well, and congratulations. That's something. That's something.
1: That was my fault, Lorcan. Uh, let me rephrase the question. Since the world and the, and the country of the United States has this current situation that's going on, how long have you been where you're at in your domicile with you and yours?
3: Yeah, I've been fortunate this year, man. I've gotten to go to Ireland a lot, so pretty much any time Ben and I have been off, I've had uh, a week off. I've tried to go three days with my mom and dad in Dublin and four days uh, here at the house in uh, Charlotte. So um, I've been here. Um, I, we finished in Puerto Rico we missed a cut in Puerto Rico. So we finished on Friday in Puerto Rico. I flew uh, to Ben's house on a uh, Sunday night for the Honda. And then we did not play the Honda. So I came back here. I've been uh, on the Monday of Honda. And I went to Ireland until that Thursday. Um, I went to Ireland and um, until Donald Trump said that he was banning all tra- all travel to Europe. And I got on the next flight back to the States. Yeah, like, been here. Or,
1: As we're recording this, which is... Uh... Zach, you can say the date later in case we're going to stack this one for another time, but uh, it's still early April, and I just heard a headline that said uh, Europe has half the confirmed cases right now, which on one hand, I mean, like, like we were saying earlier, I'm not that smart when it comes to all the European statistics, but I mean, I know it's an epicenter or a hub in terms of a lot of people, a lot of countries, a lot of movement right next to each other, a lot of people stacked on top of each other, a lot of old customs, a lot of old people. I mean, things are just very different over there that aren't as Western as we always think they are
3: as we are, so. Yeah, so basically I've been here since the Honda because we we, uh, we we didn't play Honda. We didn't get into Bay Hill or the players. So I've been just here since, uh, since Honda. Yeah, so yeah. I guess
0: before, uh, well, we're going to get to how you're with Ben Taylor now. But I guess you mentioned that you went to his house. Do you stay with Ben uh, for a lot of the events?
3: No, I don't um, put, uh, uh, stay uh, so much uh, at his house per se. But at the tournaments, we do stay together a lot. And that's something that... Uh, that that he's that he's brought up himself he's making some um, some some good changes right now and it's something that he who wants his caddy very involved in and I am very involved in it um on a daily basis with him and uh, his coach Darren Mays and um it's been uh, it great like we do we stay together as much as we can I think pretty much through Dominican Republic, he'd had a lot of his accommodations booked. So we stayed together periodically uh, through Dominican. And then our our plan um, going forward is to um, stay together as much as we can. That's interesting. We're very good friends as well. That makes a big difference.
0: Yeah, I feel like in most circumstances, they stay separate, at least from the guys we've spoken to. Is that very... Yeah,
3: I think, think, you know, Ben's from London. I'm from Dublin. So we kind of got the same. Uh, We're both from Europe. And I think uh, generally my experience has been with the European tour guys that I'm friends with. A lot of European tour caddies and European tour players are a lot closer than maybe on the PGA tour. And I think no, that's, that's probably a, that's probably a cultural thing. I think more than anything. I, I don't it think
1: shines through in the Ryder cup. Does it not Lurkin? In terms yeah. of, like, I don't <laughs> want to keep it in terms of like, we're better at singles or individual play and they're better at um, team play, which is usually how it goes. Needless to say, I, I, hopefully we can't just rely on that in terms of like you know singles versus uh, individual but that's what they promote in the pj tour nolan
2: sliding in from second how you doing buddy out in left field what is going on guys sorry i am late oh no we're
0: concerned for your safety
2: yeah yeah but this is you know what this is a perfect segue because zach
1: it's still kind of clunky at the front i forgot to mention please like and subscribe us on YouTube. You're looking at me right now. This is embarrassing, but you can see everybody when we're talking. Uh, real quick, uh, we'll let Nolan give us about 60 seconds of why he was late, and that way we can get his graphic
2: up on the screen. Nolan, We w- need to punishment. Guys, it's uh, pretty embarrassing. I don't even want to say. <laughs> I uh, was done with dinner, and classic – din- dinner again, God. <laughs> classic food coma. Just fell asleep. <laughs>
0: I'm thinking there has to be some kind of punishment for this. What are we thinking, guys?
2: I'll take it, man. That that's I got no excuse. Mm. Uh, well, well, we'll have to let that one marinate a little You're bit. You're
3: a good-looking fella, Nolan. You're worth waiting for.
2: Oh, Lorcan. <laughs> so <laughs> nice of <laughs> you. Good to meet you, too. <laughs> yeah, L-
1: Nolan, Lorcan. Lorcan, Nolan.
0: <clears throat> so, Lorcan, could you give us – because last time we spoke, you were with Ryan Bram. I know – Things nothing ended too poorly with you guys, but can you run us up to date and how things have gone since then?
3: Yeah. Ryan and Ryan and I split after Mexico, after Mayacoba. Um we're still very good friends. We split on great terms. We had a great run together. Um made a lot of money. Um I know that because I actually had to write a check for the taxes a few weeks ago. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, we we did. We had a great run together, and it was just it was a great opportunity. I went um at uh, after the end of the PGA Tour season, I went over to Australia with uh, Jamie Arnold, and I did a couple of weeks for Jamie. Um, over there of uh, the Australian Open, we had a real chance to win. Um, we played with uh, Louis Teigen and Paul Casey on Sunday, and um, I was kind of in limbo, didn't really know what I was doing. Jamie was on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's a great friend of mine, but ultimately, um. I need to be on the PGA tour financially for my family. So I just got back to the States and, uh, you know, um, I sent Ben a text and I just said, listen, man, um, if you know of anybody that's looking, just give me a shout. And uh, within a minute, he called me, FaceTimed me and said, um, uh, Craig and I just split. It was uh, who he was working with. And I said, that's, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. And he goes, yeah, I want to hire you. So fortunate that I started with Ben in December it's been great. But Ben and I were very good friends, man. It wasn't a case of, like, I was just reaching out to a PGA Tour player. I was reaching out to a guy that was a, that was a friend of mine.
1: Well, how old's Ben and how long have you known him? i
3: known Ben about three years. I think okay. he's uh, 27 years of age. Played college golf at, uh, came over initially, played at Nova Southeastern, and then played at uh, LSU.
1: Yeah, that's right. Okay, I for some reason I thought he was like thirty or thirty-one or he was in his. No, 30. yeah,
3: he's young fella, twenty-seven. Yeah, only player in golf to win NCAA Division One and Division Two national titles.
1: That's weird, isn't it? Like you yeah. think. I mean, maybe it's because certain students or players don't find themselves shifting that significantly among schools. Or I mean, in this day and age, yeah. God. But I mean, that's still something. I mean, that's still it's like hey, Carmelo Anthony has the uh, most points scored in uh, Olympic history, like for basketball. I mean, hello. That's something, right? I mean, come on. You had to play in enough Olympic teams to like and score and be scoring enough points. I mean, Nolan, what do you think about that, real quick?
2: Oh man, I don't.
1: (laughs) Hey, he's on your team. Carmelo's on your team, dog.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, Carmelo's Carmelo's a baller. All right, well,
1: all right. Let me grab the wheel again, real quick, then. In in I've never asked you this before. In the debate of Carmelo Anthony Hall of Famer, yay or nay?
2: Yes. the dude dude was relentless in his day i mean he had some he had some not so great playoff runs um but the dude is uh he's one of the greatest offensive players i've seen in the nba in my lifetime so
0: plus he does this thing that's pretty cool (laughs)
2: Oh, is that what you were
1: doing, Zach? I thought you were just saying, "Hey, like, good question, Jerry. Good question." I'm like, oh, yeah, I know it's a good question.
0: <laughs> no, it was like, yeah, Melo knows what's up.
1: <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, let's. Uh, we can get this back on track here, can't we? Um, I'm not going to
3: admit to not knowing who Carmelo Anthony is, but I don't know who he is.
1: <laughs> for you, no. That, that, that's that's probably a good thing. He's he's a basketball player who he.
3: I'm terrible, man. Name. I give you some. It's like um I don't know anything about basketball I except Michael Jordan and I don't know anything about um about baseball I don't know anything about baseball period nothing at well, all, except about, I know uh, ba- I know Babe Ruth and and I know the guy I don't even know the guy's name but I know that somebody got banned for for life for gambling on baseball or something and he should be in the baseball hall of fame right Pete Rose is that his yeah. name, right right Rose Ben and I are at Pebble Beach this year in the uh, the tap room, which is like this the week of the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. It's ultra exclusive. I mean, it's like you cannot be in there unless you're basically a player, a caddy, or a celebrity, or or um, or a guest of a uh, of of any of them. And we're uh, <laughs> we're standing around and I'm having a beer with this guy, and uh, he's asking me all these questions about about Ben and stuff. But like he's like asking, like he's very very interested, which is like. If you're around any professional athletes, and this is not a knock on them at all because you have to be like this to be the best in the world at what you do, but they're very self-absorbed and it's all their world and we live in it. And I've total respect for that because that's the way that I am when I'm at work as well. That's how you get to be the best in the world at what you do. But I'm talking to this guy and I'm thinking to myself, most of the people in here that are guests are females, funny enough, at the Pebble Beach Pro Am. I don't know how it works out like that, but <laughs> most of the guests are girls. So this guy is like very interested. So I just say, um, yeah, how um how'd you get into tap room, man? It's pretty cool in here, isn't it? And he's like, Yeah, yeah. And I was like, um, so um, are you playing? or um he's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm playing and I said, Oh um, what do you what do you work at? And he uh or oh, where do you work? And he said, Oh, in Houston. And uh, I said, Yeah, that's great. It turns out that was uh, Justin Verlander. He won. Uh, <laughs> so here's me questioning why Justin Verlander was in the tap room at Pebble Beach. <laughs> sure, but how the... tall is
1: he? How tall is he? Like, what are you? What are you doing, Lorgan? I mean,
3: how tall? He's freaking huge. He's six, like five six five. five. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I'm and sure that he's that. married to Kate Upton. Yeah. How do you we'll not get notice? that in a How tall yeah. are you, Lorgan? Five eight. Oh, in goodness. my spikes. <laughs> yeah. in, in metal spikes, yeah. Hey, I'm sure that was
2: a breath of fresh air for someone to come up to him and not really know who. He you know, man, that's
3: what it does. and actually, it's funny because Fernander and I have become friends, and him and Ben have become very close. They've been playing some golf together in Florida at spring dragon oh, oh. and uh, I, I've been, I've talked to him a few times, and uh, he's like, I, "I I like you, and I really like Ben because you guys don't give a crap who. I mean, you guys just have this no holes barred. I mean, dude, I don't." I don't care the guy pitches for the freaking... You man? don't know, know who he is. I, I was getting along great with this fella. I was, it was a genuine question. I was like, I think it's oh, cool yeah. that this guy is so interested in golf and so interested in, in, in Ben, and, and, and he's able to tell us some stuff that he's done, and then all of a sudden...
1: <laughs> no, Verlander is, is one cool. Yeah. op He's great. Me. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've heard, heard many yeah. good yeah, yeah, stories. Yeah, really,
3: really good guy. I, we we, we end up getting along good. But that guy's a megastar. I had no idea.
1: Oh, he, he strikes me as, like, what Bill Murray would be if he was an ace starting pitcher, just in terms of temperament or just bouncing around. So, being um, Like, hey, you want to play some beer pong or whatever? It's
3: like... Uh, Verlander <laughs> played for Detroit, is that right?
1: He started with Detroit, yeah. Now so, Ryan,
3: uh, Ryan Brim is uh, Michigander. Ryan's from uh, Traverse City. And uh, I'm telling Ryan the story the next day because uh, we played with Ryan in Pebble Beach. And uh, he's like, hey, did you uh, see uh, Verlander this week? And I was like... "The." Uh, the baseball player and i was like yeah actually and i did and i tell him the story and he's like oh he goes i went up to him to, he goes and ryan brem is not easily like it's not it's he's not one to go up to people and talk to them and he mm-hmm. went up and got a picture with ferlander so he was had no, the, he had the last laugh at his ex caddy not knowing mm-hmm. who this dude was and brems uh, crawling at his feet Perfect.
1: <laughs> oh yeah absolutely yeah, one, one of the, I'd have to say, like, when it comes to his performance on the field, one of the things that stands out to me about Verlander is, as a starting pitcher, when he starts, like, pitching, like, if he's pitching a good game and he's in the 8th and ninth inning, he actually starts throwing the ball harder somehow. Like, it's, and not too many guys can say that just because of the terms of how physics and anatomy and biology and sports So That's just not how... Like, after you've thrown 75, 80 pitches, all of a sudden he finds a fifth gear or a sixth gear all of a sudden. It's like you want to see Justin pitching in the ninth inning because that's
3: when he gets real. I re- saw him play this year. That's what's so embarrassing. And I said that to him. I, I saw, obviously saw him play because when we were at the Houston Open, the owner of the uh, Astros <laughs> had uh, had us all to his suite. He had an entire floor of the stadium and any players and caddies plus one guest could go to any of the games of the World Series that week. And it was oh, all shit, you can yeah. it was all oh. you can eat and all you can drink. And obviously being from Dublin, I can drink a lot. So and I wasn't very interested in baseball, but I it was my first ever baseball game. I mean people were like, oh what's your first ever baseball game? What's the World Series? I mean <laughs> so stupid. No, you're a real <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah. That- people cut their people cut their left nut off to go to that that's right yeah
1: hey take it as a dodger fan right here where like i could just go to the world series any year and my team's probably in it hell yeah absolutely I'd cut of not off I don't, I don't need two of these things
0: yeah this would have been way better if we were just watching the world series and it, like cut to the owner's box and we just see you like in the back like chugging beers while everyone else is watching the game
1: but like your shirt off and you're pulling somebody else's shirt over their head
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was way better than that <laughs> well yeah i, I get it <laughs> no i was actually at that game with mark hubbard actually with uh, with uh, with reed's guy and actually sebastian kaplan's caddy ed it was me and ed and uh, and and hubs went to that game together Hubbs finished second that week he should have friggin won
2: yeah uh, uh,
3: lanto beat him down the stretch on sunday he held a great putt on 16 yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but funny enough um that was i think on friday night or saturday night and uh, Mark Hubbard, Hubbs is a great friend of mine, has been for a number of years. Hubbs was not drinking, which I found very unusual. And that really made me think, this guy is going to do the business tomorrow. And he oh, second, no. You know? Oh, no. Right. You're right.
1: Yeah. You it's can't funny. change routine. I've, I've heard stories. Although, about- I, don't,
3: I don't think it was anything to do with, uh, with, about that. I just think it just showed the level of focus that he was at on, the, uh, on that week.
1: Well, but I, but you know Ernie Els, right? Or at least you've heard Ernie. No, Ells I know story. Ernie
3: well because uh, Colin Byrne caddied for him. Colin, Colin, and I are from the same place. We're both from uh, Dublin. Oh, killer! Yeah, that's he was cool. bag sharing uh, with Ernie for years. He actually, Colin won the U.S. Open with Retief Goosen. Yeah, no, I know Ernie. Ooh, okay. I was with Davy Vanderwalt as well, so we played a lot of practice rounds with, with Els when I was with him in twenty fourteen.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Okay, Ernie, well, the only Ernie's
3: re- not afraid to put him back.
1: Oh yeah, but and that's why I that's why I bring that up was I heard uh, the story. This is back when he was in a tournament in like the early 90s or something. And uh, he was doing pretty good, doing pretty good. I don't think it was a major. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I think it was just a regular tournament. We'll just call it the Greater Greensboro or something. But like Ernie was just doing his thing, putting him away every night. I think that this was before he won any majors. So this is like pre 94. And uh, so we're talking like early 90s. And he, all of a sudden, after three rounds, three uh, like two nights of hanging out or partying, whatever. Uh, he found himself, like, with a solid lead going to the fourth round, and he decided not to party. Like, he decided to, like, turn in early and not do anything, and he wound up, like, shooting a 78 and just squacking away and, like, coughing up the lead and everything and losing the tournament. And the whole, like, point of the story was, like, just don't change your routine, even if you're, like, in the lead. Just, like, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, and that was that was Ernie Els. Like you said, he knows how to put him back, so why would he change? He yeah. was young, but... It's
3: mm-hmm. not that this game's mental, right?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, there's 100 hurdles to conquer. I've conquered 99 of them, and I'm staring at the giant mental hurdle right now, and it's scalable, but it is still a hurdle, nonetheless, for all of us. Mm -hmm. It's just the last one for me. Zach, it's the first one he's conquered. Zach, tell Lorcan about your mini tour aspirations here. Come on.
0: Lorcan, so listen to this. I am not a good golfer strokes-wise. Like, I'll shoot like a 90 to 95 probably, pretty consistently. Won't break 90. Let's not get crazy. But my Mm -hmm. mental game is as good as it gets. Like, I will go up with the best of them. It is. Jerry's nodding his head no, but you'll see. I'll hit it in the water. No, no
1: I, was responding, I was responding to Nolan's text. But keep going, Zach.
0: I will just keep going for it. So I've made it my mission to enter a mini-tour event and just completely donate however much it costs to enter.
3: Hey, you won't be the only one donating, man. Kirby, those mini-tours are ridiculous, man. If you got a field of 30 players, you probably got, what do you think, Jerry, five guys that can win on a given week?
1: Oh, I don't. Oh my God, you're asking me? I have no clue. So uh, oh,
3: two. I did that for three years, man. I mean, I won. I, won, know, won, I won a few of them, but I mean, it's for the big. For the most I, part,
0: I'm going to enter an easy event and try to break 100 over par. That's the goal.
3: Oh, you'll do that easy.
0: That's a lot of credit. Okay,
3: get rid to the caddy for you. He is. Oh, hey, There you go. There he is. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: two strokes off right
3: there. Now, Lorcan. Yeah, so, you if don't... anybody laughs at your scores, Doppler yeah, should sure. take care of them. Yeah,
0: people are saying like, "Oh, people, the guy I'm playing with is going to be pissed that I'm like taking so long." Well, first of all, I'll probably be faster than anyways because I'm a very fast golfer, even though I'll take like double as many shots. Two, Reed will like beat them up, so they're not going to say anything.
3: <laughs> you know what I love about Raid? He's so over professional. He's 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 my best friend out there he will walk the golf course and give you all the information you need to shoot less than a hundred over par. That's he true. Will, he's not a, yeah.
1: Uh, he's, he's, you know, he, I don't have to tell you Lorkin, that's what makes him a good caddy. And that's why yeah, always, yeah, sure. there's, there's yeah. a thousand of us that do this every day for a living, but real quick, before I forget, I want to ask you this Lorkin, do you happen to have a funny Reed story, like something off the wall? Like, it, it doesn't have to be the most embarrassing or the bluest thing you've ever seen or heard, but I mean, give us some
3: reed dirt. I don't, really, I don't have any reed dirt. I know. Well, you can you can ruminate. You
1: can think about it. As a matter of fact, you don't have to think about it by the time I finish this. But I'm going to get our housekeeping out of the way here. Um, and, and, Zach, I want you to talk about our new website when I'm done with this. But uh, thank you very much in these tough times. We're still brought to you by Gorse Golf Head Covers. Yes, gorsegolf.com beautiful head covers, half the price of all that expensive leather shit that you see out there right now. And it's for a good cause cause it's a buddy of mine who's making these head covers. He's doing such a good job and they look so beautiful. You see him about quitting caddying every day, which he's done every day for 15 years. Amazingly to do this company with his wife, Christine it's gorsgolf.com And if you type in from the back tees, all one word, you'll get 10% off in the promo or coupon code area. You type in from the back tees, all one word 10% off and already cheap and awesome purchase. If you got any questions for the podcast, please send them to FTBTPodQuestions at gmail.com. And again, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're not trying to take away from the pod listeners, so to speak. But I mean, everyone digests this in a different way. And if we get more YouTube uh, views or, 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 or subscribers more than we do anything else, that helps us in the long run, honestly. You've heard it from other podcasts about monetizing and things like that. Just help us grow. We win, you win. Zach, can you give us a little hinty hint about uh, the new conglomeration and morphing the site?
0: Yeah, well, firstly, going to the YouTube channel, you definitely want to do that, because that'll be the only way you could see Lorcan's lovely pool. And if you're missing out on that, really, you're missing out on everything. But the entire site, we're going to be expanding to uh, www.fromthestadium.com. We're going to have all sports. Basically, we have four to five writers minimum for every single sport. We're going to have college sports, NHL, NBA, MLB, and we're going to even be covering like all sorts of random events. Hopefully we'll be expanding to e-sports as well, even. And we're also going to have a good amount of new podcasts available. So we're very excited about that. Hopefully it'll be able, a bunch of our writers are all like experts in a bunch of different sports as is most people. And we just think we could bring you guys as much content as possible, especially now when everyone's bored sitting at home.
3: Yeah, Uh, those Gorse uh, Gorse golf head covers are awesome, man. I went down there and actually uh, looked at them. They're really, really good. Oh, and then and yeah. he has a lot
1: of stock removed right now because of like the whole Me Too and like uh, uh like equal lib type thing going on in terms of the hey, gender. Like, this great,
3: great, great material that's made from too. Oh
1: yeah, he's yeah. he's he had like like topless pit up girls and like some like good uh like Mexican style art uh, Dia de los Muertos stuff, but uh but he still makes he's just yeah go check out Skull folks and give him a call or shoot him an email. He'll make whatever he wants, whatever you want, and and you'll enjoy it. So thank you, Morgan Appreciate that.
3: No thing, right.
1: Right. So, uh, so uh, speaking of Zach, <clears throat> before we get to uh, Nolan's Tiger question, which is which I was already referring to, but thanks for uh, talking about it now. We uh, <clears throat> we uh, got this uh, podcast network. Uh, Nolan, you got another podcast you're on, right? Tell us about it, or tell us about what you know about other podcasts on our network other than ours.
2: I do, Jerry. Um, so we are now the FTS Podcast Network from the stadium podcast network
1: fuck the oh sorry
2: (laughs) go ahead follow the our twitter um from the stadium underscore uh that's where that's going to be our mothership guys so um everything you want will be coming from there yeah Um, i guess
1: if in so many words i can tell like zach jack calm down i said zach zach essentially He started this whole thing as like wanting to make like a a viral golf website. And now that has become kind of like a nice foundation for us. And we really appreciate and love all you folks who listen and subscribe and pay attention. And we do our best to reciprocate all that. In the end, we just want to, we realize we have a great team of golf writers and everyone's like good at one thing, good at one thing, good at one thing. But it turns out three of us are good at the same thing. These guys are good at this other stuff. And next thing you know, we, why not expand from just the branch into the rest of a tree, right?
0: Yeah, and the golf won't be getting smaller. If anything, it'll be getting bigger because everyone who's been writing golf is going to keep writing golf. And now and a bunch of the new guys are like, going like to golf.
1: That's almost like a mandatory thing, right, Zach? Like if you're like to do like a virtual resume for like who's going to just like come work for from the stadium, so to speak, you'd be like, all right, first and foremost, you got to be into golf because this is just like kind of how it all started. I mean, that's yeah. kind of, that's like our still, our fingerprint test, so to speak. I mean,
0: exactly. So
2: yeah, I mean, and, it'll help and us we, with everything. We've got, a group of great podcasts on there right now. Mine is Blazer Dads. Talk a lot about the Portland Trail Blazers. Um, we're going to probably be adding, I'm sure, a more broad NBA one down the road. We've got a baseball podcast, another golf podcast on there. Um, if you, for some reason, hate us so much, but you want your golf fix from somewhere else, <laughs> give, give them a follow. So, well, hey, You off. know what? There's There's no harm in saying that because right now, I've been like feasting
1: on Joe Rogan because his podcasts are very long form. And I've been like working in the yard for a lot of hours. So you need a lot of content. It's not going to hurt our feelings. If you download another podcast, it's like I, I can name like one or two people who only listen to our podcast. And those one or two people who are listening right now who, you know who you are God bless you, but come on. That, that means like you only watch one TV show on Netflix.
3: There's I a mean, lot of good. There's a lot of good stuff out there, isn't there? Yeah. it? Yeah. really is.
1: Yeah. Especially in these yeah. times, we have a lot of free time. We have a lot of free yeah. time. So. And so, yeah. uh, Nolan, you said that podcast was blazer dads, blazer dads. Oh, no wonder I haven't been catching up. I've been listening to uh, a <clears throat> laser dads and, uh, <laughs> what? well, you pew, know, what? Never mind. you know, and, yeah, you know, what? moving on. So, um, uh, does anyone, uh, anyone else got any questions for working blazer dads?
2: <laughs> yeah, I I've got a question being, let's bring it on back to golf here. Um, Mr. Nolan Tiger Woods, uh, a little bit, bird of mine tweeted at me and said you have had a interaction, lurking with Tiger, possibly. or
3: eight I No, I've I've I have i i i have I, known I've known Tiger, I guess, um since the first time I was on pga tour, which is uh eight years ago. So I mean we we know each other pretty good. And then uh I'd I'd run into him in uh in Ireland when he was over there before the British Open um before before that. And then Joe and I are um, Joe and I are, are uh, quite close. And talk regularly um we missed them by one group of farmers if you can believe that that's
1: we, right that's yeah, right we yeah. we did
3: man it was unbelievable and um we kind of got held up going to the scoring area going to the scoring area with some uh, guys that we played in the pro-am with that are great they're great fellas and if we'd have gotten there um 15 seconds earlier and signed the guard we'd have played with him on Saturday but it didn't it didn't matter it's all good you still we still got the full experience outside of playing with him as regards to crowds it's unbelievable but um I yeah we Joe came over and put the bag beside us on the Saturday morning on the uh on the putting green and we uh we got to talking and then Tiger came up and he calls me Irish and he's like what's up Irish and I was like Tiger I said can you believe how many people have come out here today to watch me caddy for Ben I said, I can't believe it. And he just started, he just, he, he, thought, it was, he thought it was the funniest, funniest shit he's, he's heard in, 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 in a long time.
2: That's hilarious. Um, we just had. But, I mean,
3: he's great, man. He's so, he's so awesome. And it would have been great. It would have been great to play with him. I think if you're, um, if you're on the PGA tour, I if, and if you caddy on the PGA tour, if you play on the PGA tour, I mean, you're, you're, you're a liar. If you don't want to play with Tiger Woods, everybody wants to play with Tiger Woods, especially now um as opposed to in t- ten or fifteen years oh, home, back, back his, on, in his prime. Yeah, yeah, everybody wants to play with him. But we had a great gr- unbelievable experience, man. He was the play was obviously quite slow. tory's a really hard course, um, that yeah. south course. And um yeah, we, we were on the T box with him a lot of the time during the day. It was it was a unbelievable experience. And let me tell you, going down the um let me think about this, the Fourth hole at Torrey, if you've ever been there, is a par four. Runs right, right down the ocean, all the way on the left. Well, at La Jolla, they launch these things um, almost like uh, hang gliders, but they're like
2: paragliders uh, or something. Paragliders, yeah. that's it. Yep.
3: So this guy is like, we're on the green, and Tiger's in the fairway, and he's like, he's no more than, t- like, literally it could take a 60-degree wedge and chip it at this guy. He's right there. He's, no, he's like the height of my house, two stories. So I immediately, being a massive boxing fan, think back to Do you remember uh, Fan Man? It was uh, Oh, Riddick, yeah. Riddick oh Bowe. yeah, Who was that? Who was that? Riddick Riddick was it? Riddick Bowe and um, it wasn't Tyson
1: and Bo, was it? No,
3: was I I, I wanna say it was Riddick Bow and Holyfield. But, oh, Riddick, but
1: Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, this yeah. guy this
3: just... guy this guy comes out and he's from Canada, Zach. He really was. Sorry. Say. Fan <laughs> man, Zach! Yeah. Fan so man. this guy, they have this open air boxing match for the World Heavyweight title and this guy flies into the ring, destroys the whole thing, they stopped the fight for like seven or eight minutes. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I immediately I immediately video. think of Fan Man and when we get when we get done in the scoring area. I say to Joe, I said, Joe, what about that bloke? I was like, that was like fan man. He's like, Tiger said the same thing to me. When you guys were on the green, he turned to me and said, this is going to be fan man. And I was like, that's so ironic. I said, because I just said that to Ben. I was like, this guy is going for Tiger. I said, he's going to fly on the green. <laughs> but we're not saying yeah. you and
0: Tiger think alike, but we're not saying you guys don't think alike.
3: We definitely do not think alike because I'm not even trying to compare myself to tell you what I'm saying that we are both probably huge huge elite sports fans and the fact that we have total respect for everybody except Carmelo Anthony because I don't know who he is who are at the top level of their, of their game
1: hey fair is fair you know recognition yeah. is one thing
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's hilarious because we just we just had Ryan Palmer on uh, yeah he's great excuse me excuse me we did we had not. Arnold
1: Palmer on <laughs> We did
2: not have Ryan Palmer. We did not have Ryan Moore. That's right. Ar- Arnold get your ass Palmer. in
1: here, Ryan Moore.
2: Guys, dang it. Uh, anyway. Ahead,
1: the hot dog guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan, get, get, Nolan, sit up sit right, son.
3: <laughs> well, man, guys, what about it? It's, a, it's, a, it's about it. It's a year ago almost to today, isn't it? Since Tiger won the Masters last year.
1: Well, yeah, and actually, uh, and while Nolan collects himself, and he can uh, give us a little uh, like mini eulogy because he's uh, Lork, and you uh, you didn't meet Nolan before. He's our tiger rider. Like it, Zach uh, picked me, and then picked him. Like we were the first few guys to be on the site with him. But uh, our podcast is pretty much over a year. We we didn't really necessarily have a year anniversary. Zach, we wasn't our first podcast like a Masters preview, the week of,
0: wow. or something. It was. Exactly. was Sorry. Gonna, oh, there you go. I'm up. gonna have to have an anniversary show, like once I'm back in Montreal, and have like my suit and all, so we could all dress up to be ready for it. Dress up, yeah.
3: Does it have to be in Montreal? Because I'd I'd rather go to the Stampede in Calgary. <laughs> yes. Lorcan,
1: we're all still gonna be on screens like this, okay?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so we had Ryan Armour on the podcast. <laughs> recently and he told us the little uh little tiger nudge he had um what was it he oh he was playing with him at the memorial and the he's a big ohio state guy he went to ohio state and that's played in ohio and he changed his like uh announcement his starting um location like where he's from to the ohio state which is the huge university over there um and everyone just went crazy. And was it was it Joe, Jerry, that was like, dude, that's the first time I've seen Tiger out ovation before. Yeah. Yeah, he did.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Joe LaCava is a really interesting guy. I think they're going to have a little special on him.
3: On ESPN. Zach, why,
2: why don't we have Joe on the show? What the, what the hell?
0: <laughs> yeah, no.
1: We'll have have on you one.
3: reached out? I'll get you guys on. I'll get him on here for you guys. Joe's of the most down-to-earth. Level-headed people you ever meet, man. Honest to God, most of them, ninety-nine point nine percent of guys associated with the PGA Tour, are players or caddies, are. He's awesome. Lorkin, did you know? Lorkin, did you know Stevie? Man, you know, I would never, I did not know him when he worked for Tiger. However, I did get to uh, caddy in the New Zealand Women's Open when he did that uh, one-week stint for, uh, I think it was Danielle Kang. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah a different guy man a different one of one of the few that's probably a bit of a different bird
1: true and that's why i was going to ask you that just in case because i mean you've heard there's been a lot of peripheral stories about stevie and they've all been fairly low-key and fairly consistent but i mean that doesn't always mean anything per se but but when you when you're referring to joe i was all i was hearing in my head is like what does it take to be a type of caddy to be tiger woods's caddy and i i just think joe Lacava all the time i'm just like yeah you just need somebody who's like, just perfectly balanced at everything. I so think at
3: this, at this stage of his career, for sure. But I think that Steve was absolutely perfect for that time. Well, yeah, how okay. long were they together? 14 years or something?
1: But I think, I mean, it, it even, not necessarily like the reason why Tiger got rid of Fluff was because Fluff became a celebrity or whatever. But Stevie, correct me if I'm wrong, Stevie never needed a caddy on tour to ha- make a living like he had his own like like racing team in australia and stuff like yeah, he had he, his, like, yeah, had his yeah, he own got living a,
3: obviously he, he got it he was very he was pretty financially set he carried for peter Jacobson when when jacobs when jake was one of the best in the world so he made a lot of money through uh through 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 jake and then he had the opportunity obviously with tiger then and he carried you for were, greg norman as well yeah but, prior, i was i was just bringing up people yeah. about
1: that too yeah yeah
3: well, I have I have had nothing but complete and utter respect professionally for Steve Williams. I think he's he's brilliant. I'd really really like to sit down with him and and, and have a beer and, and 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 get inside his head. But he's, does
1: he even drink, though? Or he strikes me he's he's like, like aggressive very aggressive, very
3: tough to get close to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's I don't think that that's because he's because he's caddy for Tiger Woods. I think that some people are just made up like that. That's just his personality, and that's and and all the best to him. That's just the way that it is.
1: I can get that. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, and no you, and you said it best. It was perfect for Tiger at the time. I mean,
3: maybe, oh, I think if I, I don't, people, uh, I don't know any. I don't know. I, and and Reid may be able to tell you different, or some of the other uh, players that you have on may be able to tell you different. But I don't know anybody else at that time that was that would have done the job that Steve did for Tiger because he's more of a bodyguard. I mean, we're talking about a global superstar back. Tiger's moved and was much bigger back then than he is. He's still huge. I'm not taking away at all of what he is in 2020. But, I mean, pre, but pre, diff- pre, uh, pre-fallout in 2009, whatever happened with his personal life, that's none of our business. But up to 2009, I mean, you're dealing with somebody that just – Moved the needle in a needle in a way that hasn't been seen in golf before. And I think Steve was the perfect guy for that job. Very, very burly, aggressive. How tall is Steve? Race, New Zealander. Yeah.
1: How tall is Steve?
3: Uh, Steve sounds about six foot.
1: Really? I'm six foot. Okay.
3: Yeah. But he's yep. just—he's
1: just a bulldog, though. I mean, because yeah, no, I, always, I always saw his interactions with cameramen or heard about him, where it's like people would be like, no, "This yeah, cameras, noises." Oh, he would just yeah. straight up, like, if he didn't like throw the camera at you, he would like break it, throwing on the ground or something. Yeah,
3: like, I the, think all but, of us have that in us, though. I think everybody that 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 does this for a living on that level on the PGA Tour definitely has that ability in them. I know I do, for sure, for sure. Because you have to, but- man. I mean, that's that's what you're paid. <laughs> you're paid to be an asshole pretty yes. much oh
1: yes no and i'm not it's I'm not, not an devil.
3: easy it's not an easy job and i no. hate i hate i i don't like the, i don't enjoy doing it but i mean i don't enjoy being the asshole but i mean there's you got you have to do it
1: oh absolutely and i'm not i'm not trying to contradict or, or play devil's advocate or anything like that i'm just saying only on the tours is when that's an issue I mean, in terms of, like, like focus and concentration and quiet and things like that. So I got to admit, Morgan, that's something that, like, and this is why I was thinking, of, this is reminding my, my days when I was a mall security cop uh, on the side. It's like there were, like, 20 rules that everyone had to follow or whatever, but every cop, like pick one rule that was just their pillow that they were going to hump the hardest or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like hearing you say that part of me is like, Oh, well, I can't relate to that as a resort caddy. So therefore that doesn't even bother me, whatever. And I thought of all these other guys where it's like, Oh, things that bothered them that didn't bother me and vice versa. So man,
3: on, uh, at Torrey on Saturday, obviously everybody and their uncles out there, right? We're playing one group in front of Tiger Woods. Ben starts three, 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 birdie, birdie par, right? Or birdie on par, birdie, birdie. That's what it was. It was four, three, two, and we go to the fourth four. hall right by the water, and, and that's a tee box where there's a lot of people around. And we'll literally see this guy go. Drink, he has a beer and he drinks it and goes, "Who the fuck is this guy Taylor?" First time I'm like, "We're right there. He's right on the tee box. That's what he says." So I, Ben, ben I rips it, rips it the up the four. And there, uh, he has business cards in his bag that has his uh, his Twitter and, and his social media on there and Ben Taylor, PGA Tour player. And I re- go into the bag. I take out one of those business cards. Ben takes off. And I was like, hey, motherfucker, this is who he is right here. Check him out. He's really <laughs> fucking good. That was that's, that's how that went. And then we got to 17. We hit it in the fairway trap. We hit a great shot in there, like five feet. And about five guys say, go back to England. <laughs> I it's mean, it's just unbelievable. Same guy or oh, different people, man. Yeah, wow. we also. I also heard as I wear, and when I caddy, I wear a tricolor green, white, and orange. Uh, and it says Ireland on there. Uh, and then we were on one of the holes on the back nine where the where people were, hey, Taylor, your caddy's in the IRA because, it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> that's the best you got. <laughs> Wait, no, no, this
1: all yeah. came from San Diego. What's that? Did this all come from Tory?
3: Yeah, yeah, tour, but that was on Saturday, man. It's the worst crowd you could have. It's a Tiger crowd.
1: It's exactly. I, I, I hate to say it. I can vouch for the Tory tournament so much because I played that course a bit. I used to get 10 free tickets a year there, and I lived there many years. And it was the, I noticed there at that one course <laughs> in particular, at that one tournament in t- particular, it was the tipping point where I noticed people aren't going to enjoy golf or a sporting event anymore kids are just like hey what oh it's 40 bucks to go in here and party with a bunch of people okay they're treating golf tournaments like rock concerts yeah, or, right. or like festivals or whatever which is fine it's fun or whatever but when it comes to some points like when you're standing on a tee t-box like i had i heard one guy say like like phil mickelson came up and he's and this one kid who was just like wearing some like crappy boating hat like some crummy hawaiian shirt believe you me i know my thing or two about hawaiian shirts he, he he's just like who's this guy or whatever and i almost like Tried to lean into him to start an altercation just because it's like, ah, somebody needs to just put this dog down for a minute. I mean, this is well, the best like, way to go. go goes,
3: to- uh, you know, Taylor, your caddy's in the IRA, and I had some friends of mine from Ireland follow it. And one of my mates goes, Yes, he is, and he knows where you parked your car. So be very careful when you start it up, referring <laughs> the- to the IRA car bombs, which is not <laughs> something to make fun of. However, in that particular moment in time, it was very, uh, very applicable, and the guys' eyes, an American guy's eyes, are wide as baseballs. <laughs> oh, what a loser! No, no, see,
1: now if, if I were standing there and you heard me say like, uh "Hey, Taylor, your caddy's in the IRA," and you were to look at me, I'd probably look at you and be like, "That was the best I had, man. I just saw your shirt. I, I don't know anything about Ireland. I just know they have the IRA and they're bad. That's yeah. it." Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: And then you would say that
1: about the car bomb, and I'd be like, oh,
3: "Good one." <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: You got any crazy stories of uh, down while you were down there in, in uh, at Torrey?
3: No, not too many, man. Torrey was a very quiet week for me off the golf course. Um, Sydney Michaels, a girl uh, that I worked for on the LPGA tour referred to Sydney the last time I was on here. Worked for Sydney for several years and won twice with her. Sydney lives down there, so uh, Sydney and I spent a whole week together. We had a great time. Oh, cool! To, uh, eat a lot of really good meals. Spend a lot of time at her, at her parents' place um, out there. I'm very, very good friends with her dad, Alex. Alex and I talk a lot on the phone and Joanne, her mom. So, yeah, spent a, spent a week out there with Sydney. Very, very quiet. Some really, really good meals.
2: How is she doing? Uh, on? A, the... a lot
3: of really good quality time. Actually, when Ben and I drove over from um, – we were at American Express the week before in the desert. We drove over and had dinner with Sydney on Sunday night going to Torrey. So, it was great.
2: Cool. How is she doing on the tour?
3: Sydney's out right now. She's been injured now for a couple of years. She had the same surgery that Tiger had. On her yeah, back. yeah. So she's just kind of hanging around and trying to strengthen that up.
1: Now refre- became, refresh. Us. Oh, I'm sorry, Lorcan.
3: She became uh, a mom as well. Her uh, her daughter Isla is the same age as my uh, my son Fergus, so she's been a mom and just trying to figure it out. But um, I'd love to see her back, man, because she's uh, she's a world class player.
1: Re- refresh us real quick. Was that the first time that she went under the knife, or
3: no? It wasn't. She's been under t- a couple of times now, at least twice, I believe. You know. Yeah.
1: That's that's yeah. the only thing I'm worried about. Like once you, yeah, like you know, go to the knife on your back, it's like then it becomes like a repeated thing, or it's not, and I, I don't know, I'm not a doctor.
3: No, it's tough. It's a very tough situation. It it kills me to see her not playing. Yeah, but Tori uh, Nolan was uh, was quiet off the course. I'd love to tell you we went and got wrecked every night and it was awesome and we were down in Tijuana and we went to the donkey shows, but that didn't happen. So that's
1: not how San Diego is. Not not when you have money and you have uh, affluence and you're. A it costs state so
3: much money to have fun in San Diego, man.
1: Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You stay at home or you go out yeah. to dinner.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Sydney. Sydney lives uh, just outside of San Diego in uh, in uh, Marietta, so that's where we we're able to go to.
1: Wait, whoa, well, Marietta's not even quite. Marietta's like a good 16 minutes away from San Diego. Yeah, an that's hour. Yeah,
3: about going. an hour. Yeah, that's about right. An hour.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like 15 minutes outside Temecula. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. well, Temecula
3: fighter. is where, where she plays out. But I mean, to be fair, I mean, if you stay in downtown San Diego and you're going to Torrey Pines, it's an hour. You stay in Murrieta, it's an hour. So, I mean, what the difference yeah. does it make? It's just a mileage thing at the end of the day.
1: No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's. When I was about to ask you, oh, where did she live when you said just outside of San Diego? I was thinking, yeah. well, certainly not Chula Vista. Maybe it's Del Mar or yeah. like, you know, Carlsbad or we something. We had a great oh, no, meal out here, there,
3: man. She, uh, she took me uh, she took me to this restaurant one night. It was a car dealership and the restaurant was on top of the car dealership and you looked over the entire lot. It was friggin' awesome. I haven't been to a restaurant like that before. That's wild. i yeah, stayed and in Encinitas. Yeah, It wasn't a Kia dealership. It was a high-end dealership. So oh. we had a really nice time. Oh, there but you we go. We had several great meals
2: yeah i mean san diego that whole area is so great i stayed in encinitas it's like the best mexican food you can get in the in the world oh yeah
3: by far (laughs) well nolan
2: to be fair encinitas
1: is still kind of one of those in-betweener places where the property still hasn't gone off the charts there's still a lot of great dive bars with a lot of bad cocaine to be shared and Mm -hmm. and it's and it still kind of has a beach bummy feel without being expensive yet even though it's surrounded by carlsbad on the north and del mar to the south like two of the When I moved from Aspen, I was moving from Aspen to Carlsbad, and all the people, my friends in Aspen said, oh, you're so lucky. And I'm just like, excuse you? We live in Aspen, and you're saying I'm lucky to move to Carlsbad? Carlsbad must be pretty great, even though I'd already been there. But Uh,
2: Encinitas is legit. That place is – its it's awesome. So chill. (laughs) Like, yeah. it was just – you could do, you know, anything, and it was was wonderful. If you could pick up – like that climate and put it anywhere. Of course, too. Like it's never, never bad weather down there. It's wonderful. Oh yeah, it's perfect.
0: I yeah. I got one one more pretty serious question. Well, not that serious. Come on. But my question is, what do you think separates like the best caddies in the world from a lot of the guys trying to break through or get on the bag of the top players?
3: From the Jerry's. you talking like, uh... well, on tour. Like, what's that, Well, what do you consider the best in the world? Do you consider the guys on the PGA Tour? Are you talking about what separates a Corn Fairy caddy from a PGA Tour caddy? Well,
0: no, yeah, no, that's, that's actually a good, good question. question. Yeah, that, that works. But I'm sure there are guys on the Corn ferry who, like, part of it for sure is just getting on the bag of someone, and, like, building the relations. But do you think there's anything? Man,
3: I think that, I, that there's um, – um, I just think it's pure look, man. Honestly, it's about uh, – caddying is all about relationships, man. That's what it's about. It's about getting on the bag at the right time with the right guy. That's what it's – 100%. I've said that before.
1: I've yeah. been on the
3: think, right yeah.
1: start.
3: Yeah, it's about, it's, it's about just getting on the bag with the right guy. I mean, you've got to spend more time with a guy than you spend with your wife. So it's got to be somebody that doesn't annoy you very much, that you get along well with, that you want to spend a lot of time with. On, is is not – very difficult man but spending a lot of time around somebody in that much in that tough environment heated environment is quite difficult i read an article last night about colin Byrne, where he said um the day you get hired is just as is, is a day closer to, is a day closer to the day you get fired which is pretty friggin accurate <laughs> well that's that's pretty spot on so i don't I mean- what so what does, what separates them um there probably is some separation from the guys that are not working for guys that are in the top seventy five in the corn ferry tour if you're working for a guy outside the top seventy five um probably pre- preparation um, willing willingness to adapt to a particular player. Um, my personality, I like to talk a lot. I'm uh, very outgoing. I like to meet people. Ryan Brim was not was the, was very, very much insulated into himself and his family was very very quiet didn't want anybody to talk to very very tough to caddy for because it was very hard for me not to talk to somebody so yeah probably the willingness to adapt preparation and uh, professionalism there's a lot to be said man on um, Bruce Edwards um, and uh, Smiley who caddies for Henrik Norlander was very good friends of Bruce Edwards. Smiley was a uh, pallbearer at Bruce's funeral. And oh really? He said that Bruce Bruce said, as long as you tuck your shirt in, brush your hair and spray yourself in cologne and brush your teeth, he goes. That's all you got to do. He goes, they ain't going to be none the wiser what he did the night before, which goes back to preparation. He prepared for the day. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He probably didn't half the time because <laughs> he was half cut up from the night before, but probably so was Tom Watson at that particular time in his life. So they're probably a perfect combination.
1: Wait, you think Tom Watson was like that? Because I, I get the, I get the oh, feeling, Tom, mostly sure. Tom Watson I the mean, past and- several years, no, Tom to me seems very, very
3: starchy yeah he but he 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 was not afraid to put them back when he was one of the best players in the world. Good that's yeah. good
1: enough
3: <laughs> yeah he doesn't drink anymore,
1: yeah, clearly he sees yeah. like the sense of his attitude in general, yeah <laughs> hey, hey, here, here's to you, Huckleberry Dillinger.
3: yeah but I think uh, I think luck is a big part, Zach, for sure, yeah that's funny and, you know, we're I off think... we're off right now on all of the gyms um are closed right now so the place that when i'm a typical week off for me is um i get up in the morning before kimberly goes to work i go to the y and i work out and then um, i come home and the y's and all the gyms everywhere's closed the planet fitness and everything and lucky enough as you guys know i'm a fully qualified firefighter so we have a gym at the fire station so awesome. I'm, still, I'm still able to keep my keep my stuff up so i'm still <laughs> i'm still at it all the time <laughs> that's good stuff stay, stay yeah. in
2: playing shape you know yeah that's i mean i mean that's kind of a perfect analogy that it's it's kind of just luck is what yours big
3: time all man, luck, for but, sure but like well i PGA, think relationships and luck for sure
2: mm-hmm. the PJ tour i mean all, all those guys are so good and it's just who catches fire at the right time to get their tour card and then to keep their tour card that's how i feel like it is a lot out there yeah if i i mean if i can put like a quick cap on it
1: i i think as uh, as Lorcan was explaining i can kind of sum it up too. where i really feel like people ask me it's like oh you know, am i able to caddy or whatever at the resort or whatever? i'm like we'll go find out in 30 days you'll be able to find out if you can do this for the rest of your life if you want to or if you completely suck at it it's one or the other and you kind of only can find out if you try I I got
3: Reed's made over a hundred thousand dollars this year. Right. I got Reed that job with Hubbard. Right. I worked for Hubbard for a week because he's best friends with Ryan Brim. Brim called me and said, Hey, Hubbard needs a caddy. i go, uh, can you work for him for a week? And I said, sure. And I'm working with Hubbard and Hubbard's like, Hey, I need a full-time guy. And I was like, yeah, I'll find you somebody. Right. You think if I knew what I know now, you think I wouldn't have freaking jumped on Hubbard's give me a break, dude. Right. I've made a lot of money. But re- it's like we're ten or twelve events into the year, and Reed's made north of a hundred grand. Come on, don't tell me that's not luck.
1: <laughs> no, you're no, I, I. That's why I didn't bring up luck. Is because I will never remove it from the equation whatsoever. And listen,
3: Reed is a world class caddy, right? He, oh, Reed is one of the, the best in the world. If I if I, play, if I was if I was playing cup. professional golf, I would want Reed on my back. He's one of the best in the world. And Reed has made his own, Reed has Reed has kept that job because he's unbelievable at what he does. But that's but as regards getting the job, that's just basically being in the right place at the right time, and that's what it boils down to. Well, he's done all he's done all the work and taking Hubbard where he, where he is on his own i don't take any credit for that but as regards giving them, getting him the job
1: right well, hey, there you go that's yeah. that's why we're that's why we have our own little cabal and our own family here you know
0: we're and it works out them for all of
3: yeah, but there's there's three of us that run around on on there's uh, myself and Reid and Ed who uh, Ed Alton who works for Sebastian, and all three of us got our PGA tour got our players shoot uh, corn free last year. So we had a it was great. We had a really really good time.
0: So funny because those are the three guys who are definitely like closest. We're speaking with Ed on Monday. He's gonna be- oh good
3: good yeah. I've been talking with Ed every day, man. He's he's down in Colombia. You're gonna have so much fun with him. He has specific. Specified days that he's only allowed to go to the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Ed
0: Ed knows how to chug him down with the best of them.
3: Yes, he does.
0: The night I spent
3: with him in uh, Florida here during the Honda that was something. Oh, were you out with him? Yeah, yeah. I went with him and. Yeah. No, you usually get to see the sun come up when you go out with Ed. That's why I try to not go out with them during the week.
0: Yeah, well, they missed the cut, and then. Saturday, oh, worse. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Him and I, him and I stayed together in Bermuda. We had an, we had a great week together. I think. From, we were gonna from meet. Him at the pictures on my night. phone. Reed
0: we're gonna meet Ed for like dinner Saturday night, but he's like, no, I've been drinking all day because we missed the cut. Definitely won't be able to make it
3: out. Him and Reed in Nashville. They said, hey man, you wanna come to Nashville? Uh, do you wanna come downtown? We're gonna go and eat dinner. We're in Nashville, and I said, absolutely not. Just three o'clock in the afternoon, and there. This is on Wednesday. I'm like, or Tuesday it was. It was on Tuesday. And I, and they're like, oh, why not? And I said, like, because I don't trust either of you guys in downtown Nashville at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, no, it's just dinner. We'll be back by 6. I think they came back at 6 a.m. I know that they played a practice tour <laughs> <school laughs> together the next day in a practice round, and neither one of them could string a sentence together. And I was Worst like, is they're I playing I together you.
0: in Zurich. Oh, yeah, How I know. Complete can, mess. You believe,
3: yeah, can you believe that? Come on, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. So are you guys, guys heading out to Zurich? What's that?
0: Are you guys going to be playing the Zurich this year?
3: They cancelled it.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's true. I wasn't sure what time of year.
3: We're going to play play with Rean Gibson from Australia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's so Mr. 55, holder, holder of the lowest round of golf ever. Indeed. Yeah, had a little bit of a hit and giggle with his friends in Oklahoma, and they put it in the Guinness Book World of Records. How can it be a world Uh record? He will kill me for saying that, but when Jamie Arnold and I get to drinking, we love to tell Rain that he holds a world record and hit and giggle. Yeah, (laughs) he shot it in a practice round with his buddy.
1: Well, hey, you know what? Okay, perfect example. I I like to joke around (laughs) with a lot of friends of mine, but a good buddy of mine, (laughs) Lim, he actually uh, played in a practice round with um uh, uh chase kepka and chase shot like a 72 and, and my boy slim shot a 70 so i told him like a week later when it, when we were having smokes in the caddy <laughs> shack i'm just like dog you can tell people you beat kepka in a practice round buddy
3: yeah that's funny yeah
1: <laughs> not really but still
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, so chase, uh, we're chase to beat brooks in vegas Yes. Oh, I actually
1: chases has beat Brooks more often than I care to admit because I'm kind of a big
0: Brooks guy. But since <laughs> but Brooks broken... doesn't win. He doesn't really care.
3: Oh, 100%. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like,
0: what a life to just be like, eh, 10th, that's no fun. I'll just go go for right, it. The
3: guy, the guy exists to win majors. I'm very, very good friends with Ricky Elliott. Uh, from Ricky. Ricky and I grew up together in Ireland, and Ricky told me that he exists to win major championships. He couldn't care less about anything else. Couldn't yeah. care less.
1: Well, doesn't that sound like one, Eldrick Tiger
3: Woods? Yeah, I think that Tiger may be a little bit of a different, a little bit of a different cut from a little bit of a different cloth. But it's still, but Brooks's mindset is very, very good and very, very close to Tiger.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna venture to say there's gonna be an equal to Tiger on all those planes. Well, don't or you, don't you agree <laughs>
3: that Tiger won two or three of those majors from guys giving it to him? Absolutely, just shitting all over themselves on Sunday.
1: Okay, uh, let's just have a – before we wrap up the show here, let's just have a quick little round, robin. name a few who shit the bed. I mean, because I can think of, like – I know there are some, but it's like other than Bob May duking out 74 holes and just not having enough or, like, 75 holes not having enough in the 2000. But I don't –
3: it's more of a fear fear factor. I don't think you can name one player. But there was maybe, like, on start on Sunday, there was five players that could win the golf tournament, and then Tiger comes out on top every single time until Y.E. Yang.
1: Okay, yeah, okay, I was going to bring that up, but I would say Tiger's most made, uh, recent Masters win was one of those where all of a sudden he was slowly trotting up the yeah. leaderboard and everyone just kind of, like, reclined in their seats for no reason. Like, like yeah. all of a sudden, nobody could believe Tiger was performing and, and it's like, okay, out of six really good golfers, uh, one of them should think this. Not all six of them! And then yeah. all of a sudden, they just kind of, I don't want to say wilted, but they did, and Tiger just kind of,
3: like, slogged up the hill and won the damn tournament yeah. with ease. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. But there was a period of time, as as you know, Jerry, from 96 through 2008, where if Tiger Woods had a put to win a major championship, it was only one place that ball was going.
1: It's it, it it's what still keeps him in the conversation for Tiger versus Jack who's best. There's yeah. a lot of things saying it's Jack, signed, sealed, delivered. 18 majors, 18 runners up. Tiger has 15 majors. And, uh, oh, Snap! We, we got a guest a live appearance. Call what up, Barton? <laughs> it's a
3: party. Reed, <laughs> oh. Where'd you pop in from?
1: Oh, this is a first. This is a first got a the first. Jackson me.
3: I was just <laughs> man.
0: I was just singing your praises. I know. He insisted on the guest appearance.
1: Oh, hey. this is good stuff. Zach,
0: Zach texted me and said Lorcan was on the pod, and I said, "Get my ass on that right now." I
3: love there you that. go. Reed,
1: say hi to everybody on YouTube. I mean, we're we're seeing your handsome mug right now too. Hell yeah.
3: Reed, you recognize where I'm at? I know you've been here. Yeah, that's your back pool, man. See, <laughs> so he's been here.
1: Wait, Reed, does he have a front pool? He <laughs> <laughs> said this is back pool. I mean, I mean, come on, this guy has two <laughs> pools. And I know, I know, I Yeah. <laughs> come on
3: (laughs) really it's good to see man you look good
1: you too hey just to let you guys know i'll show you here look at this puzzle we got going on here wow (laughs)
2: how many pieces is that elvis Presley, man it's a thousand pieces whoa
1: that's a thousand elvis on acid that's that's tricky absolutely
2: or is it trippy
1: Ah, Nolan, the sober one. Good one. Hey, yo.
2: <laughs> Reed, where are you at in Jacksonville? <laughs> oh, the sober one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob, he called him the sober one.
3: <laughs> not him, not <laughs> oh, my God. How, how classic is this? This is awesome. This is the way it should be.
0: We've got a group call. This is what we're going to have to do. I'm calling for this in, like, a couple of weeks. We're going to get all our guys on. We're going to have a nice group. That could be our one-year anniversary show. We get everyone in and out. Hey,
3: really, oh, yeah. yeah. how yeah, uh, How about we get Ed on here after about uh, six hours on yes. Friday after missing the cut? Six hours of uh, party time.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
0: hey, you he oh. know, probably four, what, four bottles of wine to finish off by then. Now, huh, Lork.
3: Yeah, at least high-dollar bottles of wine. We well, shoot a uh, weekly well, salary gone.
1: So, uh, uh, Reed, we're really glad you're here. We're wrapping up the show right now. Zach, is there anything else to cover before we do Canadian trivia? Lorkin, do you have a website or a book or a charity that you want to plug this year, this time around?
3: No, I mean it's just the same stuff I always talk about, man. First tea of foothills, right here where I live, poorest county in North Carolina, one of them, Cleveland County. It's Just the first, first tea of foothills. Yeah, we tried to uh, do a, a, a raffle the last time, but what am I raffling now? There's nothing to raffle. There's no tournaments.
1: Well, that's why I said you could be you could be doing like a video blog or a vlog, as they call them, or like you could be writing a book or something.
3: Or oh no, act. nothing, nothing that's uh, nothing that's uh, that anybody would want to watch.
0: You could send know. a cameo of yourself. You're reaching yeah. that level of fame.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a swimming competition here in a minute. <laughs> Oh,
0: hey,
1: yeah, you got a one-up uh, Ryan Armour's wife there.
3: Well, now Reid and I are here, man. You guys just fire away with the questions. Reid and I are going to give you great insight here, and it's going to be uh, a mindset. Yeah, I
1: promise you, I'll, I'll give you more detail on Mexico than you.
3: I, I want to know what was said about We're Mexico. We're not talking about Mexico. That's – no, next question, <laughs> <It's> everything except <laughs> – Zach, I told you that I was an open book, but I forgot to say that the, I was closed for Mexico. No, we can talk about Mexico. <laughs> Reid, go ahead. It's, it's, hey, Mexico we gotta, is an unbelievable story. We've
0: got to do a teaser because we we're running out of time. We can't make people watch for two hours. But- why not?
3: They love this stuff. What's not to watch? I mean, how pretty am I? I mean, why well, do you not want to look at this? <laughs>
0: no, I'm telling you.
3: <laughs> Two dude, weeks? Mexico, dude Mexico is
0: an absolute one All-time legendary story So either save it from another show or We'll do it now
3: No, do mean, it nice. so Reed, we do it
0: now
3: We've got to do Mexico Reed. on here. Reed, the, I've, I'm being on this earth for 38 years You've been on here for how long? 28 <laughs> 28. You have, you have a better story in 28 years on the planet Whether it's golf It just happens to be golf related I don't have a better story in 38 years Do you? <laughs>
1: Okay, here. Okay, Zach, I have I have the answer and the dividing point right here, because I have been living in San Diego on again off again for several years. I'll just ask Reed this much: Reed, does the story involve a horse and/or donkey? Uh, negative, sir. Okay, then Nick can wait for another time because I got I got a thirty-second uh, donkey show chamber story chambered for you that'll trump everything. So,
0: okay, right, let's let's do it. Let's set it up.
1: Oh no, yeah, I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll, I'll save my donkey show story for that time too. But I mean, we could have a. An all-international uh, episode or whatever, right, Zach?
0: Right. In, in two weeks, we're getting all the guys on. We're going to get Seabass. Hopefully, Reed could get his guy Hubs on for one special show, you know?
1: That would be I'll, – I'll, I'll, I'll make
0: it happen. Okay. We need one special appearance. You just get a five-minute appearance. We're going to roll through yep. the guests. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm playing golf with Sebastian on Monday. I know. Are you going to whoop him? Probably not. Probably not. I agree. What
1: what, is he spotting any strokes at all? I mean, come on, you're accomplished, dog. Uh, No, I don't play golf anymore. I just I watch golf, and I love love it.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Reed, you got Jerry. We all saw that swing. The the, the, the duck duck hook in the woods, man. The one into the the, the uh, woods. There was was ghost
1: tree. There was one tree, and I hooked around it perfectly. The only way. (laughs) Lorkin, where'd you go? We lost (laughs) Larkin.
0: Oh no. Orkin's gone out, but Reed, I was going to tell you—you got to get back out on the mini tour because they're doing DraftKings for mini tour now. Really? The so one-day on DraftKings.
2: Wow! And we'll start betting on you. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't do that,
1: but. Well, we'll, that well look, DraftKings—they gotta be giving them for cheap then, right? I mean, our man here is even saying himself, "Don't bet on me." You're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't do
0: that. Unless, unless we're not playing, I'll spend the next four months prepping and I'll be back to normal. Uh, Zach, are
1: you, Zach, are you texting Lorcan right now to see if he can come back in uh, before we just end the show without the – That's right. <laughs> he
0: oh, he's back in. <laughs> back. Okay, perfect timing.
1: <laughs> You're like, oh, shit, bye.
0: Reed, this oh, is really in for you. I just realized. because oh. We're going to go to some Canadian trivia. Reed's 0-2. The guy has knocked gotten one right, so he gets a free go at it. Love it. Okay, here we go. So it's multiple choice. The question is how many lakes are in Canada? Is it A, 30,000? We already did this one? How No, we never did this one. Okay.
1: Wait, 30,000 exactly? Yeah, it's that one, I'm sure. How okay,
0: many lakes? first of all, it's rounded. No, Reed, if you're getting your buddy to look up the answer. <laughs> no, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> such a prick. you got to play hey, fair. I, I need to get one dub. At least oh we know God. the game's getting out there.
1: All right. I can't uh,
0: concentrate. Come on. Okay. The options are A, 30,000. B, 300,000. C three million or D thirty million. Holy shit, Definitely
1: not three thousand.
0: Okay, it's it's thirty three hundred three million or thirty million. Yeah, three wasn't an option. Yeah, let's so try again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jerry, you're going first. No one's going last because I feel like he knows.
1: So it's it's. <laughs> I uh, which one was three hundred thousand?
3: Three hundred thousand was B. I'll take, yeah, I'll take 300,000. Okay. Lortan? 300,000. Nolan?
2: 300,000.
3: Reed. God, well,
2: I want to be the odd one, man. I want to I go 3 million, but I, I'm
3: going. Of course he does. He wants to go to the entire <laughs> population of my country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've
2: right. got 300,000. 300,000? 300, we all said 300,000.
0: Yeah, you guys man. are all incorrect. The answer was three million.
3: There are three routes longer than you look.
1: Lorcan, there's <laughs> as many lakes in Canada as many citizens in your homeland. How do yeah, you one see?
3: one for: One for everybody from the country.
0: There uh, are more lakes in Canada than the rest of the world combined. You guys no are no way. What'd you say?) <laughs> <laughs> Reed, you should have really cheated there. <laughs> Uh, it didn't count. This is an impressive zero three record for Reed. You got on to <laughs> just to worsen your
3: record.
2: Reed, I've been there. Reed, okay, we'll, you won't we'll, come we'll, back. We'll get a, we'll get a win sometime, man. Might be next year. We'll do it.
3: I got Wait, Irish trivia. Ir- I got Irish for you.
2: Oh gosh. Okay, let's Ooh, see. I'm, I'm,
3: I'm no, go see. ahead, Zach. You go first. Okay. Well,
0: PGA Tour caddies, by the way, or caddies in general, are horrific at this game. <laughs> Between you guys. You guys are a combined 0 and 6.
3: Well, that's because we have one tournament a year in a country that doesn't matter. Well, the players are good.
1: <laughs> what is that going to do with anything? What are you talking about?
3: Yeah, that was... What
1: is that going to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening?
0: Okay, my country is just being attacked. Give your Irish trivia.
3: <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But it is, it's the biggest house in the world with a hell of a party in the basement.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Ouch>.
1: <laughs>
0: okay this pod has gone completely off the rails i'm very excited for the anniversary pod you guys have to get your tuxedos ready it will be happening
3: one more canadian
0: but yeah for no sure. there'll be more canadian facts then you know how hard it is to keep finding random facts about canada yeah really evidently no we're talking about
1: Lorcan, before the show started, uh, when you dipped out for a second, uh, Zach said, man, it's hard to find out Canadian fun facts or whatever. I'm just like, is Canada that boring? I mean, really? You guys are the greatest, but come on.
3: First Irish player to win a major golf championship. (laughs) Darren Clark. Wrong. (laughs) Dane
0: (laughs) Lowry. He's the only one I know.
3: (laughs) No one will get this. First Irish player? First Irish player to win a major championship. I, could it be northern ireland yeah, absolutely
0: it's not mcelroy is it
3: no nope. hey reed's friend look it up
0: let me know
2: what are you reed's friend <laughs> what the
0: heck Nolan, come on
2: oh man you find yeah, the answer um
1: reed's friend isn't that the girl that like uh, like taught you how to smoke weed podrig
3: no <laughs> it was fred fred daly <laughs>
1: Fred, Fred Daly. What year yeah, was won the
3: Brit- won the British Open. Have you look it up.
0: It? Harrington. What, what,
3: what, and t- Harry, I don't know what year Fred Daly won the British Open. You'd have to look it up. But I sorry. know that Har- Harrington was the first player to win after Fred Daly. Oh, so I was close. Yeah. North
2: Irish professional golfer. Fred player. Daly.
3: What year was that? At? 1947. There you go. I would have said 1942. Yeah. Oh, uh, Well, Fred, Fred Daly.
1: Wait, they didn't play a British Open, or excuse me, an Open Championship '42, did they? That was wartime. Huh? <laughs> nah? Why is that funny, Reed? What the what? what what's your problem? <laughs> what's this guy? Hey, Reed, you want to you want to go to the crotch and practice karate and do dabs? No, I'm about to continue my uh, my puzzle here, man. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. Namaste. Elvis Presley. Indeed. Well, this is, uh, hey, Reed, thanks for calling in, coming in late for the penalty yeah. box. This is a love lot you of boys. fun. I'm
3: out. i uh, will talk to you guys later. Me. We'll talk, talk soon. You we'll talk together. Reed, I'll That's talk to you this great. week. Good seeing you, man.
1: Uh, yeah, so see you on the trails. Soon. So, uh, beyond that, we are still doing uh, Zach's conglomerating the website to From the Stadium. Uh, it's going to be found on Twitter at From the Sweet Stadium with an underscore right behind it. But, uh, Zach, Nolan, is there anything else we need to plug? Anything special to be on the horizon for you fellas?
0: No, I think good we're grammar,
1: good. Woo!
0: I think we are good. Sign us off with a nice shout out. Do you got one this week?
1: Mm. Oh yeah, I do have a shout out. So, thank you very much Lorcan for being, well, shoot, like I said, you were the first person we had on the podcast uh, essentially back when we were starting and it's good to have you back. You're a blast. I appreciate it. Longer. We'll have it. You so, guys too- me, man. It
3: Means a oh. lot. I really do. I really do. It's great. You guys are awesome. Your checks always clear. It's a it's a, it's a good thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, okay. if anything, our checks are always, always clear that, They that do be the time of the episode, You'd so. be amazed
3: how many don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> On yeah, behalf
3: of uh, I'm, I'm always here for you guys
1: Thank you very much And hey, Samesy's brother Always for you Anything we can do for you as well So uh, on behalf of Zach and Nolan and Lorcan from the back tees I'm Jerry Lou And shout out Bullfrog <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to From the Back Tees. Oh,
1: it's
0: toward the oh. hole, and it's in with 30. We hope you enjoyed today's show. For more information and updates, follow us on Twitter and Instagram
2: at From the Back Tees. I'm going to enjoy it for the rest of my life. See you next week. Be the ball, man.